On Thursday the 7th of July, the Bunskull Gilgach celebrates 20 years since it welcomed its first pupils. The school, now based in the old St John's School directly opposite Tinwald Hill, teaches primary aged children through the Manx language. This in itself is quite a remarkable achievement, bearing in mind that Manx Gaelic hadn't been the language of tuition for around 150 years. But the school is much more than just that. In this programme we hear from some of the Bunskull's former pupils about what it was like being taught through a second language and how the school has helped shape their lives. I began by asking Bunskull pioneers Cesar Jochen and Daniel Quayle about their time at the school. Now young adults, they are passionate advocates for Manx Gaelic. Daniel Quayle, you're, you're one of the pioneers, aren't you, from the, the Bunskull, one of the, the, the first... Um, children who who were educated through the Manx language for what's probably 150 years. How, how does it actually feel? Can you remember? I suppose I've not had any experience of it being different. Um, it certainly, um, it was a very, it was a very nice environment to learn in. I know that. Um, certainly the exposure to music and uh, cultural things has sort of shaped the way that I'm living my life now. Uh, as much as anything, and it's certainly a very community-oriented school, I think. And I think that's something that is done really well. I know that that lots of the the parents have their own communities. A lot of the the students seem to to meet up together outside of school. And I've certainly heard a lot of Manx sort of in Strand Street and things like that from young kids that are attending the Bun School. And that's and, that's that's sort of the community that they've created where they where they use that language on a day to day basis, which I think is wonderful. I think it would be uh, it would be false to say that that wasn't that wasn't a consideration. I think like, <laughs> certainly um, there's something there's something nice about being able to have a conversation with with someone and not and not have everybody understand. But I, I think um, it is something that's also very important to be aware of in uh, social situations. As an adult, I think, I think as a child, it's always very attractive to be able to say something to your friends and your parents don't understand. But I think people are also very aware in a social setting that, you know, we need to be inclusive of people as well and we'll attract more people to the language if we don't just exclude people that don't speak it. And and in terms of uh, your experience at the school, again, you know, it's... Uh... So, yeah. Several years ago now, but do you, do you remember any particular problems? I mean, how did your parents uh, cope? Because you would be coming home, presumably, with uh, infused with, with the Manx language and, and uh, uh, maybe uh, your parents would have a, a, a little bit of Manx, but, but nowhere near as much as you would have had in the school. I think um, in some ways that was, that was quite good because we did, we did the, the reading at school. There were sort of dedicated people that would come in to read with us and then I would do reading at home with my parents in English and I sort of became very proficient at, 
at reading in both languages very early on, I didn't really see any problems with it per se. I think it was more just advantages of anything. You know, being able to do both things simultaneously where most children will only have the opportunity to be reading in English until sort of, what, year five, year six, when they get to do some French. I'm not sure they get to do that anymore, do no, they? No, I think French has been dropped now. Uh, so uh, Manx, I think, is, is the only language which is formally taught in primary school, but no doubt primary teachers will be throwing things at the radio. Uh, <laughs> if that's not true. <laughs> yeah. Um, did anyone ever say, what are you doing speaking that language? Um, uh, or, or, or did you ever um, find that uh, people weren't, weren't comfortable with you using the, the language at all? I think um, it, it was a thing that made me a little bit of an outsider going into into high school because I was the, the first one from the Bun School to go to the, the school that I went to. But I think I noticed that throughout my time there, because so many people are going to all the different schools now from the Bun School, that's, that's become less of a problem. I was certainly, I think there were a lot of people that felt that they hadn't had that opportunity and felt a bit jealous about having that connection because it was always very Manx people. Cesar Jochen, you were a, a pupil at the Bun School. Um, well, what do you remember? Because you were one of the pioneers, one of the first group to go through. Well, uh, I suppose going from the start, we, we started off um, when we actually started. Uh, there was no Bun School. It was uh, we went to English-speaking primary schools, Peel cloth workers, and did one lesson a week in Balakotia. Then the next year. There was a Manx class, which was the first year, I think that was 2001, and uh, that was in Balakotia. There was only nine of us, so there was the year below us who were the first to go all the way through, and there was us, um, and then as we went through, we also, the next year we went to St. John's Primary School, and we grow, grew slightly more, so I think there was 11 of us then, and then finally... The next year we went to where the Bunskull is now. Um, the, the, the St John's kids just moved out of into their brand new school. So we got our actual first building. Um, and yeah, it's just sort of grew from there. But it was, uh, it was great and we, we just loved speaking Manx. I was quite lucky. Um, me and a couple of uh, people in my year had parents at home who spoke Manx. Although, obviously, the world still went on in English, my dad spoke Manx, so I, he would speak Manx to me at home. And there was, well, Kitty uh, had you, and um, uh, Gemma had her grandma. She spoke Manx. Um, I mean, it's totally different today, obviously, because there's so much more Manx going on. But, it, I mean, it was just... I, I don't really know. It's just... It's what we did at school, and then... It sort of became more and more normal. There was no, no English at all. It was you—you you could speak English back to the teacher, but they would always speak back Manx to you. We just picked it up as as we did with English, but a little bit later, obviously, because you you learn English from listening to it, and it was exactly the same for Manx. There was just a lot less of it, but I mean, it just came as naturally as. There's the English, really. It's just a bit slower. And, and uh, they, they always say uh, in life, never go back. Um, 
but but you have done you've gone back to the bun school and uh, you're you're helping out there now uh, that must be quite different for you because uh, obviously well, you were a pupil there. It was it was one thing. It was a, a there was a certain a, a amount of uh, a process which you had to follow that the teachers directed you with. Uh, but now you're one of one of the grown ups. I am, and it was super duper weird going into the staff room for the first time because we weren't allowed in there, <laughs> even though it was 15 years later. But um, yeah, I mean back then it was also a lot smaller, and there was there there weren't so many classes. Um, now obviously there's loads more kids there as well um, it's great to help out there I, I really enjoy it um, I mean I'm not a teacher I can't can't claim that yet maybe one day uh, but yeah it's, it's great to sort of be the ones help, helping out the kids it's to sort of further the language Isla Collister is a successful traditional musician she attended the Bun School and feels it had a dramatic impact on her life. I think um, what was special to me about the Bun School was just how musical it was. Music um, was such a massive part of everyday learning um, and um, yeah, that was such a special experience for me and um, it meant that I went on to pursue a career in music. So without... Um, Bunskull Gilgach I wouldn't be doing um, what what I'm doing today um, and yeah it was just fantastic such a creative environment as well um, and one anecdote I always talk about when kind of reflecting back on my time at Bunskull um, was learning um, about um, the Greeks and um, we did this massive project and we built a Trojan horse um, but alongside that, we also um, looked at the instruments they had and we tried to make them and we'd sing songs about it. And so it was just such a holistic, creative um, approach to learning um, that I've benefited from every day since. Well, I suppose I think because I've like, well, I was in kind of Manx medium education from the age of, well, I spoke, well, four four years old but also three because I went to Moonjavegar as well I I don't really remember like learning Manx as such like it's always just been a part part of my life um and I'm really grateful for that and I was really lucky to have the support of my family like my dad um has Manx as well and so he used a home with us when he when he could so it, it kind of I suppose a, a younger Isla wouldn't have thought much about it you know I think she was just really happy to go to this lovely school and and um yeah so I I suppose that that was really nice in learning a language so young and um, that you're not kind of um unsure of it or scared about making mistakes or learning it it's just kind of when you you're in bun school and it's totally immersive and um, it's just normal and you pick it up super quickly you know, I made a lot of really good friends at Bunskull um, and people that I'm still um, friends with today. And, you know, I still speak Manx to them today as well. And we'd be, I don't know, cutting round in Peel, chatting away in Manx and stuff or playing on the beach. Um, and you'd maybe get a get a few looks um, for sure, definitely. And um, I suppose the, the weirder reactions I had were when I went to high school for the first time uh, and I was taken out 
being outside of that immersive environment where it was totally normal for us all to be speaking Manx every single day in our lessons with our friends in the playground. And it, I think that was strange for me going to high school and, and you know, now having to do my education in English and for other uh, students that were kind of the same age as me to um, to hear me speaking a bit of Manx or learn that I went to Bun School, I think they were really like, oh, what? what is this place? Um, and I think it was seen as very, very different, which sometimes I struggled with, you know, when you're 12, 13, mm. 14 years old and you just want to fit in and be like everybody else. And so I think the first few years at high school, some some people, and I, it was a min- minority reaction, you know, a lot of people just thought that was something really cool or quirky or whatever. It wasn't a harmful thing, but, um, but I'm really glad that, you know, I had my dad at home and I played music. So I was a lot of at a lot of events that I had to use the language and, um, you know, the peripatetic lessons in school as well was really encouraging. It was a safe space to go speak it. And um, and so that like I was supported in, you know, those shaky few years for any teenager, you know, they don't want to stick out in any way or um, and, you know, it took me a few years. But then um I think at the age of like yeah 15 I just thought this is an incredible thing and how lucky was I to go to Bun School and to be bilingual um, in this minority language as well I just ever since then I've just been incredibly proud to speak it and and it's a huge part of my identity as well. I, I, I like that point that speaking you know another language or being bilingual or trilingual or speaking many different languages um, it lets you see the world in slightly different ways, you know, that, that you said, you know, a slightly different angle or it's, you know, approaching any problem and having to to look at it differently as well. Because I think my relationship with a few different things or the world in general is a bit different through Manx. Um, and it's hard to kind of describe that um, to someone that isn't bi- bilingual. But I think that's definitely helped me in many different situations you know seeing the other side of things or considering other point of views and being sympathetic and empathetic towards um someone coming from a different perspective as well um and yeah i think also um you know talking about other languages as well like i really enjoyed their uh, languages at high school and um, i did german gcse as well and i i found it it you know in speaking Manx it helped me um especially with listening and stuff like that I was able to pick things up and um I felt that that definitely helped me um do my doing my German GCSE and I think the unique thing about Manx as well is that um it opens the door to you know our Celtic cousins and you've got Irish and Scottish Gaelic as well so the fact that we can speak Manx helps us communicate with these other um groups as well so um yeah I think it's um I just uh, yeah I'm so happy that my parents um sent me to Bun School and, and I'm now bilingual and I'd, I'd love to yeah when I have some time to to learn learn some more languages definitely. Mary Wade and Matilda Toombs are now in their second year at the QE2 high school in Peel. They are accomplished advocates for the Bun School Hilgach the Manx language primary school, which they left just under two years ago. Well, what I found is that I was quite close to all my teachers, so we all knew each other and 
we all just were at the same sort of league with each other as well. We're all friends and everyone likes each other. And, and what's, the, what's it like being at the Bun School? Because I suppose most people listening to this programme will have been in a, a, in a school situation where they've, they've been taught through English, which is the language that they know, uh, whereas uh, it, it's, it's different at the Bun School. Yeah, um, it was less crowded, I found. Um, there were a lot less people, but it was a lot more peaceful at the same time. It was different because, well, we obviously learnt through Manx and everything, and when I talk to people about that, like my friends that don't speak Manx, they always say, wait, you learn everything through Manx, you don't just have Manx lessons. And they were quite surprised to hear that which I found quite interesting, to be honest. Well, um, in Year 7, we did uh, Geography and History through Manx, and this year we do RE and Geography through Manx. Um, It does give us a great opportunity to speak Manx, and I also found out that other people are learning Manx instead of German or French, which was really cool, because I found out quite a lot of my friends that didn't speak Manx do that. So that was quite interesting to hear, and sometimes I help them learn a bit of Manx and I speak to them in Manx and it's quite funny to see reactions and stuff because sometimes they didn't even know I went to the Manx school but when they did find out it was quite a nice surprise for them I think and when I'm speaking to my friends in Manx it's quite nice as well because everyone's looking around just like what are they saying and it's quite a nice feeling knowing that you can speak a different language. I teach my dad Manx mainly since they all had Manx lessons to try and keep up with me and um, with homework I'd usually translate it to them and then they'd start helping me and it's quite nice for me too because it means I know I can translate and it's not just something I can say or read. Um, But yeah so my family I remember they did Manx lessons and they would repeat it to me every morning and say is this right? Am I saying it correctly? And usually I would have to give them a few language and pronouncing tips, but it would get on really well. Uh, quite a lot of my friends would, like, just know Moromai or Fastamai from... The, they would always tell me about their Manx lessons they had at school and uh, how their teacher um, taught them different things, but all they would remember was Moromai or Fastamai, which is quite funny in my opinion because I just... Um, when I say oh, I can speak Manx, they just say Moromai to me. And it would make me quite happy to know that they know what Manx is because I've had quite a few, you know, events where people have said, oh, what's Manx? They just think about music and dancing, which is obviously fine, but they don't think it's really a language. And that quite makes me a bit sad. So when I do tell them what it means and they say, oh, right, OK, and then I teach them what Maramai and Fasamai is, it makes them quite happier, I think. Well, unlike in other schools, you weren't just learning, like, your ABCs and stuff, you were learning like lo- what all these different things were in Manx, but at the same time as learning everything else. So I wouldn't, so I wouldn't say it was harder. It was just more interesting uh, learning Manx at the same time as all of the other things. Well, they were really good. The only one we didn't do in Manx was English, obviously. But um, we did like maths, science, and everything, and like RE, and all that. We were just through Manx, and it was just good because they would tell us the English words like at the same time as telling us all the words in Manx, and it was only really the key words that were spoken in English. But yeah, I don't feel like they understand like 
how important Manx is to us and like there's always the couple kids who would make fun of you for speaking Manx but then they don't have the idea of how amazing it is because we have our own secret language and sure it'd be great if loads of other people could speak it but right now it's just our own secret language between just friends and don't think there's anything else to say if they don't like Manx well go ahead don't like it but we love it that's our spirit you can try and bring it down but it's not gonna work yeah well we love to have our own like language then when we don't want people to hear what we're saying we can just go ahead and speak in manx and no one else can understand like private conversations but it would be a lot it would be really nice if if a lot more people spoke the language but it's still nice to just have our own secret thing we can do so what do they all think of the language now Do they think it has a better future and can expenditure on the school be justified in times of financial constraint? Well, a couple couple years ago, everyone thought Manx was dead, it was gone, but it was revived and we just want to keep that going. I don't want Manx to die for as long as I live and for well past that. If it, it, it doesn't matter what I have to do, I want to keep Manx alive. Well, why are you wasting your time with French and German and Spanish? They're just, they're languages, part of our culture, part of our, our identity. They're important to us. Um, why would you waste your time learning any other language? It's part of the culture and identity and the whole way of the Isle of Man. There's nothing more to say about that, really. It's just our identities. It's not really a luxury because it's a language, like people did speak it, lots of people did speak it, and then it slowly started dying, and since the culture is part of your identity and the island itself, you need to know the language exists and a few words in that language, because if you don't, you're letting your culture and a bit of your identity fade away, like die off, and that's not a nice thought when you really start thinking about it, so I think when you do start thinking about it and you realise, oh, Manx is part of my identity, music is part of my identity, it makes you think a lot. Um, it's quite weird because people have asked me, do you know how to actually speak Manx? If I said this to you, would you be able to say something back? And I said, well, yes. And it's quite funny because with all the Manx speakers that are learning Manx but didn't actually go to the Bunskull, I'll say, my uh, leque which is, do you want a cup of tea? And I'll be like, excuse me, which is quite depressing knowing that they are actually learning Manx and I do hope that they learn how to keep up a conversation because that would, you know, that would be quite nice to know. I think it's very important to some people if they if they move to the Isle of Man, for example, to create a connection with, with that culture and it certainly helps people to feel more at home to, to have that connection. I think that people that are from the Isle of Man like to like to feel connected to their ancestors and to the like simple things like when you when you're walking down the street knowing what a place name means i think it makes people feel more at home but also i don't see anything wrong with these people that want to use it as a secret language the ch- the children like to do that for fun and just like have their own little code code words and things like that and i think that's wonderful as well using the resources that are around us for whatever whatever purpose really there's lots of advantages to it. We're in the Isle of Man, and it's, I mean, without, without a culture, there's no country. If, if you go to a, another 
country, it's good to learn the language, but if you don't know the language of your home, you're missing something there. So dancing or, or speaking or song or anything like this, it's very, very important as a sort of cultural thing. If you don't speak it and you don't engage with that, what's the difference between living here or living in England? Teaching Manx uh, in schools across Ireland and also supporting Bunskol Gilgach is is really really important, um, and not as only is it important because it's a minority language, and um, it's really important to preserve that um, and celebrate that. Um, like we've spoken about before, it's got so many um, benefits beyond it being directly related to the Isle of Man, and um, you know, for me, speaking Manx connects me to. The land and and the history and the music and also Celtic countries and cultures elsewhere. But as we've spoken about, the benefits of being bilingual in a general sense is backed up by a lot of research that it's a really beneficial thing. So I think people have to think beyond beyond that and and um, celebrate what a fantastic thing preserving the Manx language is, but also just encouraging bilingualism in schools. Um, you know, I think that's only going to um, support people in in whatever they choose to do. You know, it's a it's a it's a good thing. Since its formation in September 2001, the Bunskull Gilgak has been the flagship enterprise of the revival in fortunes of the Manx language in recent decades. It has won worldwide praise for its innovation and success and has even successfully lobbied UNESCO for a new category of language classification, revitalised language. It is fantastic to hear children and young adults talk with so much love and passion about their school. You can find out more about the Bunskull Gilgach by visiting learnmanx.com and following the links. Shenjera and Clairnish, Mishfilgorn, Gurumayo Sun Geistakrum.